Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's Focus for Saturday, January the 7th, 2023, at 11.15 a.m. Central Time. Today's Focus is sexual orientation a sin? Is someone's sexual orientation a sin? Let me be more specific. If someone tells you that their sexual orientation is that they are attracted to people of the same sex, is that a sin? Should that person be condemned because they are attracted to someone of the same sex? Do we condemn them? Do we tell them they need to repent of their sexual orientation? Or do we say that's not a sin? Now, sometimes there's a deeper issue at at play here. Sometimes within the Christian world, I have felt over the years, especially throughout my Christian life, that it is common at times, especially in certain branches of Christianity, to label something a sin When in reality, I don't know if what they're condemning is actually a sin as it is more a personal conviction or a personal preference. Now, they will always try to find a scripture to say it's wrong. I I can remember when I went to church in Nebraska, I was told that going to the movie theater was sinful. It was a wrong. It was wrong. Going to Blockbuster Blockbuster Video, I know that's dating myself, going to Blockbuster Video and renting movies wasn't sinful. Going to the movie theater was, going to Blockbuster Video wasn't. Playing cards was sinful. It, 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 listening to it, basically any kind of music was sinful. But, uh, but going to, say, watch Nebraska play a football game was not sinful. If you're listening to contemporary Christian music, that was sinful. Watching college football all day wasn't. It was this really weird. Watching the Lord of the Rings, that's basically godly. Watching Harry Potter, that's basically sinful. And it's like, it's, Christians have this like, very, can be very dogmatic at times, declaring something to be sinful, and sometimes you're just baffled or confused. Listening to secular music, sinful. Watching secular movies or secular television shows, not sinful. Watching something rated R, sinful. Watching something PG-13, not sinful. Sometimes it's just this really, it's subjective. It just seems so arbitrary. It just seems so so bizarre sometimes, but but it, it's very common within Christian circles to declare something sinful that sometimes I'm not so sure that you have strong biblical grounds on. So when it comes to sexual orientation, is it a sin? Now, the reason I'm asking this question is I woke up today and I found, well, there's a controversy, I guess, spreading on Christian social media. And it's regards to something that was said at a debate. I guess the debate was held in uh, at the University of Idaho. I guess the debate maybe had something to do with gay marriage. There's like a 15-second clip that's going around. The Christian that is speaking is Doug Wilson. I ha- I don't have any I don't have any opinion one way or the other about Doug Wilson. Not even really worried 
about the name of the individual, but here's this 15 second clip. First of all, that bothers me. It's a 15 second clip, but because of this 15 second clip, it's posted on social media. The, the, uh, the SBC underground posted a link to the video. They make their comments. And then the people underneath, of course, immediately jump in and start. Everyone has their opinion. And at least it seems that if someone has, according to some Christians, a homosexual sexual orientation, they are in sin. Let's listen to this clip and well, we'll hear how Doug Wilson responds to this, which has sparked some controversy. Let's listen carefully. What if he said, I'm gay and I've never had any sex with any other man? What sin did he commit? Uh, I don't believe that homosexual orientation is a sin. And that's it. (laughs) That's the clip. I don't believe homosexual orientation is a sin. And many within the Christian world have, well, I guess, lost their minds. They've gotten very upset about it. Here's what the SBC Underground posted. And I don't know exactly what time this was posted. Um, Somewhere in the last 24 hours, the SBC Underground posted the following. I'm shocked that Doug Wilson explicitly says that homosexual orientation, same-sex attraction is not a sin. Please publicly repent of this error. So there, so, hey, if you say that homosexual orientation, same-sex attraction is not a sin, well, then guess what? (laughs) You have to repent because you now are in sin because clearly, according to them, homosexual orientation is a sin. So let's, let's do this. Before I read some of these comments, Let's take a step back and let's at least get a definition of sexual orientation. Sexual orientation is a person's identity in relation to the gender or genders to which they are sexually attracted. The fact of being heterosexual or homosexual. So in this particular case, it seems that this is the way some Christians think. If you have attraction, just attraction for someone of the same sex, you are in sin, period. Now, let's just make sure we understand. All right, let's let's remove the word sexual orientation. Let's just be honest. If we are if we believe in depravity in any way, shape, or form, if we believe that we as Christians still possess an old nature, forget sexual orientation. I am attracted and I desire sin of all kinds all the time, right? So forget sexual orientation. In this particular case, we're going to get hung up. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're attracted to someone of the same sex. Now, the person has never engaged. What the, the, I guess the argument is, even if they've never engaged in the act, it seems that even if they, that this attraction has never even entered into the realm of lust, just the attraction itself is sinful, now, if we, so now, so let's take it from sex and I'll apply it to anything. So if I'm attracted to anything that is forbidden, if I'm attracted to anything that's prohibited, then I'm already in sin. If I'm just attracted to it, drawn to it, have a desire for anything that's prohibited, anything that is condemned, then that's a sin. Well, then let me tell you, every person is guilty of this sin 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because we all, because of our sinful nature, are, we are drawn, we have an attraction to pride. 
<laughs> we have an attraction to selfishness. We're, there are so many things we have an orientation towards that is prohibited. So if you take it to sex, homosexual orientation is the desire for someone of the same sex, which is prohibited. So it's a desire, it's an attraction to something that is prohibited. Well, that is true of all of us. How many heterosexuals, right? Heterosexual, I won't speak for women, heterosexual men will find themselves attracted, I'm just going to use that word, of someone of the opposite sex, but they're not married to. They are not in a relationship with, so that that person is prohibited. That person is, well, wait a minute, does that attraction equal sin? Now, we do know that the Bible clearly seems to state in Matthew chapter 5, this, but I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Clearly, I don't care if it's same sex or opposite sex. The minute it enters into lust, that is forbidden. We can all agree on that. But this just, this seems to take it to a different level. Just the mere attraction. So here's someone, they have a homosexual orientation and Christians are like, you're in sin because you're attracted to someone of the same sex. Okay, well then, you're in sin because the way you looked over at that woman over there sitting in the third pew, I have a feeling that you have an attraction for her. So you're in sin? Wait, I bet you have attraction for all kinds of sins. You have attraction for pride, for ego, for selfishness, of loving self above others. You have an attraction for loving things more than God. You have an attraction for a hunger, a hungering and thirsting after things that please you more than things that please God. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. So why is it that Christians want to condemn homosexual sexual orientation? I, I don't, I don't understand. If we read some of the quotes under, or some of the things underneath this, um, someone says this, I don't like Doug Wilson for plenty of reasons, but I kind of thinking he's referencing temptation, which if he is, I agree with him, though would like more context. Temptation is not a sin. The act is. It's not about what we do with those temptations. Orientation does not imply active sin. Now, the only problem with this issue is, wait a minute, we, we can be guilty of the sin even before we commit the act once the temptation leads to some form of lust. That's why, listen, in Matthew chapter 5, this is, this is why the distinction of law and gospel is so important. When you read the gospel, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5 through 7, and that idea about looking at a woman with lust is in the Sermon on the Mount, please note the Sermon on the Mount is law, 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 law. The whole sermon is law. It shows you that God demands a perfection that we cannot keep, we will never keep. It, it's basically telling you, be perfect as God is perfect. So for everything in the Sermon on the Mount, you, we have to read it and go, oh, I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I'm guilty. So it's not just the act. We can be guilty even before we get to the act. But that's true of all sin, not just homosexuality. Now, someone else writes, define orientation. If someone knows they are oriented towards same-sex people, but they don't lust or desire to engage in what they know to be sin, is that sin? I have a feeling Doug has a purpose for his claim. He's solid, but what do I know? Um, 
And then someone else goes on to say, in a monogamous covenant marriage, it is not a sin. Too many miss the mark of who we originally were and ultimately will be wed to. The fully gendered first human was not just male. And as Adam dust earth missed the opportunity to see the perfect help. Okay, I have no idea what that's talking about. All right, okay. Uh, Okay, if the action is a sin... The impulse is a sin. That's what the Sermon on the Mount emphasizes. Okay, if we go, if we go with that direction, if we go with that direction, so let's just be honest. If the mere impulse is a sin, if the mere desire is a sin, if we're gonna, if we're gonna say, okay, when it comes to homosexual orientation, that the impulse, the mere desire for that which is prohibited is a sin. Well, then, okay, we have to apply that not just to homosexual orientation, to every person, and every person is guilty of sin literally every second that they are breathing because we all have a natural impulse for that which is prohibited. I I do not understand why this is... I I don't understand the situation here. Look, this is the way it has to be. Either we acknowledge... That the slightest impulse, the slightest desire, the sli- the slightest attraction to that which is prohibited, if if we even either we acknowledge that that is a sin and that has nothing to do with homosexuality, that has to do with every single person. The slightest desire, the slightest attraction for anything prohibited is a sin. Either we acknowledge that. Or we say, look, we, we, are, we all have an attraction to that which is prohibited in some way, shape, or form. However, there is a difference between an attraction and a desire versus there's a, there's a level where you can have an attraction and a desire, but it hasn't reached the level of lust. It hasn't reached the level of action. So in some ways, the attraction and desire for that which is prohibited is true of all of us at all times because we have a sinful nature and we acknowledge that that comes from our sinful nature. But we, I think we have to draw some distinction between that and lust and that and action. So either we make some kind of a distinction, right? Either we, we I guess this is our two options. We obliterate any distinction. Any impulse, any attraction to that which is prohibited. But let's not just place this about homosexuality. I don't know why it's being placed in the realm of homosexuality. Either just a mere attraction, a desire of any kind towards that which is prohibited makes us all a sinner. And so therefore everyone's a sinner 24 hours a day, seven days a week. End of story. Or we have to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. We all have desire and attraction for that which is prohibited because we have a sinful nature, but we are going to draw a clear distinction between that and lust and that and action. I think sometimes the heterosexual world places a burden and a standard upon someone who has same-sex attraction that they are unwilling to place upon themselves. I think we place a level of a standard on maybe those who struggle with same-sex attraction that we would never even consider for ourselves. And I think that is a problem. So whenever people start talking about same-sex attraction or same-sex orientation, 
just re- just remember to step back and look at it from a a deeper a, a, a more broader perspective because people are missing the point if you're going to talk about homosexual orientation being wrong or a problem just remember it is an attraction and it is a desire for that which is prohibited and every single person whether homosexual heterosexual doesn't matter one sexual desires we can all relate to it because the bible constantly says that is prohibited that is wrong that is wrong that is wrong and guess what we find the things that we don't want to do we not only do we do we desire to do and the things that we want to do guess what we have a tendency to do to not do i don't know romans chapter 7 but the reality is every single person who claims to be a christian understands that impulse that desire and that attraction for that which is prohibited it may not have anything to do with sex, but the same issue is at play. So if a woman, the Bible says, be submissive to your husband as unto the Lord. If that woman desires, has an attraction to, well, stand, to do her own thing, not submit, not do that. Is, is that a sin just because she has that desire? Just the mere desire, just the mere attraction to self-autonomy and doing what I want. And, and I'm not submitting to anyone because I know that I, I mean, I think, come on, we all have a desire and, and our different realms of authority, what we're supposed to be submitting to. Everyone has this desire to, to, to do what they want. Now, if you're going to be consistent, then that's okay. Let's just acknowledge everyone is in sin 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but and we're not even talking action. We're not even talking lust. We're talking because we all have an orientation that desires that which is prohibited. Or you have to say the desire for that which is prohibited is inside all of us. And that's our sinful nature. That proves that it's there. But we're going to draw a distinction between the mere attraction and desire for that which is prohibited. We're going to draw a distinction between that and lust and lust from action. Now, I can't believe that there's controversy over a 15-second clip. I understand. And even some of the commenters here were like, I need a little bit more. <laughs> I, I need I, I need a little bit more context. But some of the comments here is just like, Nobody, nobody is stopping to look at it from a, nobody is stepping back going, hey, there's a bigger, there's a bigger issue at here. They just hear the word sexual orientation or homosexual orientation and immediately people can't see beyond that. And it's like, no, 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 no. This is about a attraction and a desire for that which is prohibited. Every person can relate to that. Now, what's your thoughts? Because today's focus is my job is to give you something to focus on throughout the day so that you can have a good and interesting conversation that hopefully is beneficial to you. So in your mind, how do you process all of this? I've kind of given you two ways of thinking, right? I've given you two ways of thinking, and I would love to get your thoughts. Email me. Email me, if I can speak correctly. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's the news, if at yahoo.com. Nothing more embarrassing than your voice cracking in the middle of a live broadcast. News, if at yahoo.com. I would love to get everyone's thoughts. 
I think there's a lot of misunderstanding when Christians speak here. I, when, when Christians start talking about some of this stuff, I just kind of look at them and go like, think it through. Okay. What are you saying? I, 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 it's just so weird. I, I once again, I, I believe that so many Christians, even though they may acknowledge uh, the sinful nature that in practice, Many Christians today live as practical semi-Pelagian or, or full-blown Pelagian. We almost we almost ignore the reality of the sinful nature. It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. Or just can't even understand how this this would apply to everyone to some level. But okay. I'll let I'll let you tell me what you think. Newsif at yahoo.com. Um, I would love to get your thoughts. And then we can obviously move this from a Today's Focus podcast episode, which is supposed to be 15 minutes long, to a, a more in-depth conversation that I think would be maybe even of, of more value. So we'll see what the, uh, we, how the conversation goes, and we will know, all right? Some days the conversations are great. Some days, like yesterday, uh, we talked about disappointment, and uh, that didn't spark the conversation I thought it would. I thought that was going to spark a great conversation. But uh, because I think I kind of really got to the heart of the problem. But we 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 will see. Some, sometimes I never know. But email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That is your today's focus for Saturday, January the 7th, 2023.